welcome to the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby, and today, how often have you asked someone about their company and they answer you with a lot of detail about what they do rather than telling you why they do it? And that is the nub of the argument today with Michael Fingland, Executive Director and CEO of Vantage Performance. It's all about selling the outcome and not selling the process, isn't it, Michael? And I think I've been guilty of this, of, of selling the process, because when you're trying to win over clients, you do tell them how you're going to do what it is you're going to do for them, rather than actually telling them the outcome, which is, good. you know, how, how are you going to make things better for them? That's exactly right, Phil. And the most important thing when you're trying to engage someone to buy your product, buy your service, is that you need to create an emotional hook, uh, something that uh, their subconscious just gravitates to. And too often we jump into why choose us? You know, uh, we've got the fastest car, the best seats, you know, automatic driving, <laughs> soon it'll be uh, autonomous electric vehicles. And don't get me started on that topic. That's, that's a real passion of mine at the moment. But so we jump into the facts and figures to try and, prove to the other person that that we're worthy of their of their cash rather than um you know and so we call it that's the process that that's how you do what right, you do right i don't know what it is you've got in for uh, autonomous cars but seeing as you've mentioned it i mean it is a bit like saying i have the best autonomous car and then start listing all the features rather than actually telling you uh you know why you need it or someone might say well look i, I don't want one in the first place but that, that exactly the point phil you know someone is not going to buy an autonomous electric vehicle because purely for that. They're going to buy it because of what it delivers. It means that they can spend that hour and a half on the way to work, you know, writing a report, listening to a podcast, um, talking to colleagues or family that are in the car or, or ride sharing. Uh, it's, it's what that device enables them to do. It's not, it's not the, the, the process that uh, grabs somebody. Not at first. Um, it, it will at the end because people buy things on emotion and then rationalize with facts and figures. So, so that's what we're talking about here. Someone, you know, if you're trying to sell an autonomous car or, or in, in our space when we're trying to uh, you know, convince, uh, you know, convince is not quite the right word, but someone, who, someone whose business is in distress and, 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 you know, that's a really big important decision for them, do they trust their business with us? So, you know, we have to show them that, um, you know, we are, because often they only get one choice, right? You know, if they choose the wrong firm and it doesn't work, well, that's it. So it's a very big decision and we, and we take that very seriously. Um, so, so. You know, what we've learned over the years is, you know, you know improving cash flow and, and raising capital and, and keeping the, the, their financiers and, and creditors at bay, all those sorts of things. They're a means to an end, but that's exactly not what they want. They want to understand that in time, but really what they're looking for is peace of mind. Uh, they're looking for, you know, uh, getting back on track and you know, having greater confidence, um, the fog clearing. That's actually what they're, what they're looking for. The raising capital, the cash flow, the, the credit negotiations, all that stuff enables us to get to that out, to end game. So as I was saying at the beginning, it's we t- too quickly in business, uh, and I see this all the time, and, and we're guilty of it sometimes as well, is you jump into the why choose us. We, we're better at raising cash flow. We're better at dealing with banks. That's fine, but you need to create that emotional hook first so their brain is then um, – you know, open and receptive, and now they want to rationalise. Okay, great. You, you're going to deliver what I need or what I want. Uh, now, are you the right choice of firm? Um, have you got the awards? Have you got the, the the track record, the case studies? By that stage, though, you've already got that emotional hook, and that's the number one 
tr- uh, key in, in, in selling. Mm. So, so your outcome is that, yes, we're going to save your business, I guess. That's, that, that's the bottom line as far as they're that's concerned. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so for, for a client that's in distress, it's it's saving their business and inv- and avoiding all of the collateral damage that might otherwise happen, which is what why the firm was was, was, was created in the first place. If it's a high growth client that we work with, it's all about just getting them under control, you know, because the, you know, we use the the, the diagram of a of a uh, you know shopping trolley going down the hill with a wobbly wheel, you know, it's just out of control. They're growing and they and they might be profitable, but they they've got all these growing pains. So for them, it's the the outcome that they're looking for is just getting under control and letting me fulfill the vision I've got for the business as opposed to saving it for for the other the other group of clients that we work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I worked in marketing for, for mm. many, many years, too many yep. years, in fact, and uh, there was all about features and benefits. You know, in, in yep. product marketing, that was, that was pretty much textbook stuff. But if that's all yep. you did... And you need that. that. that that's a, yeah. But that is, it, in a way, that's a bit of the process, isn't it's it? I mean, by, if, you, if that's all you do, you're missing that outcome. And out. if you're the only one offering that product or service, you'll, you'll still get the sale, mm. right? Um, and, you know, if your next competitor is so far down and, and, and doesn't have any of the features and benefits uh, that you've got for a comparable price, then you'll still get the, the right. deal. But you're not selling the category, but are you? You're not, you're not growing the category. No. You're just getting uh, the, the low-hanging fruit through that process. Yeah, but the reality is very, very few businesses or industries uh, have a situation where they've got a monopoly or they've got such a jump start on, the, on their competitors that, you know, just selling facts and figures is enough. Mm-hmm. Very soon, and, and this is, you know, this is why, um, you know, it's so important for, for business owners to understand, the vast majority of companies are in a competitive market where everyone has, has give or take, got a comparable um, service you know, in, in, in many respects, you might have two more awards than them, but if you've got 15 and they got 13, yeah. you're both experts, yeah. right? So um, that's why you, know, you, you have to sell features and benefits, facts and figures, but the key is that has to come second. You have to work out what is the client really looking for at the end of what you're doing. Use that in your advertising, in, in, your, in your ads, in, in your the way you talk to a, to a potential client when you're meeting for the first time in the store, uh, across the boardroom table, whatever it might be, um, create that emotional hook first, and then prove because that's that's the limbic brain is what is driving mm. that emotional hook. And Simon Sinek, we've talked about Simon Sinek in the Power of Why. That's what he talks about. You know, your limbic brain, you, you've got to sell the why first. What? Why should I? What? What's the end result? Why am I going to be better off? Not the facts and figures, but you know that 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 um, mm. you know, that that. That sort of heartstring tug. Yeah. That's the why. That's the end game that you you need to get out first. That gets their hook, and then you talk about facts and figures. In his world, that's the, the how and yeah. the what. So um, the advertising world, we, we talk, we, should, we talk about it as being the emotive response. You know, what is the? You, you've got to go yeah. for the emotion first. That's right. But it's but how? Do, yeah. And that's why we've got to do that first. Yeah. yeah. But how do you know exactly what it is that your clients are looking for? I mean, you might be saying, "Look, this is the this is the solution. This is the outcome." But you might have got it entirely wrong. They might uh, be looking for a completely different outcome. Which is why you've got to spend a lot of time really trying to understand your customer. I mean, mm. we we do a process where, <clears throat> you know, we've got to describe in in twenty words or less what does your customer look like and what are they what are they after. Yeah. So if you go through that process, it's a very simple process to go through to really understand the emotional state your, your typical customer's in. Why would they be looking to buy your product? Do some, do some surveys of existing customers. Why did they buy the product? Um, you know, and uh, again, a lot of customers will default to, oh, I bought it because, you know, I, I love the blue, I love the red, you know, it, it performed better. But dig a bit deeper and, and you've got to have those one-on-one conversations. Yeah. But how did it make you feel? 
ask ask people how how did our product or service make you feel? If you get that, then you've got a very clear um, uh, understanding of the emotional output of what your product or service d- delivered. Then your job and your marketing team's job is to then use those words. Go go back through your your website, your marketing collateral, the way you talk. To a, to a potential client, your elevator statement, and make sure you're feeding those those end game words into your into your pitch, um, and then follow up with, well, we're we're the best at this, and we've got this this product, and, and you know, case mm. studies, and it's proven, and all the rest of it. But don't jump into that first. It, it takes a little bit of practice, but you'll see instant results if you start talking about the end game, not the process. Yeah, and I, and you mentioned the elevator pitch there, and I guess that's the, that's the crucial part of it, isn't it? Mm. Always a good test. Once you've got that 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 that, em, that emotive response, that, that outcome, yeah. and you've got it in the elevator pitch, I, I guess you can then go and test it. Test it on your mum, for example, who might not understand what it is you do during the day <laughs> and uh, see if she understands it after you've done the elevator pitch. I mean, you can test it on well, friends and, uh, you know, see yeah. if it works. And, and particularly if you're selling something new, right? So... Mm. There hasn't been enough time in the market for the products and serve, you know, di- the product differentiation to be that obvious and clear. So in the early stages, you have to sell on that emotion. And, and we, just to use our, our, our business as an example, we used for many, many years, we used to describe ourselves as a corporate turnaround and performance improvement firm. Now, we, we don't use that anymore. That's a process. Yeah. You know, that, that's a process we take clients through. We improve the performance of the business. We turn the business around. That's a process. So what we say now is we solve critical challenges in order to build stronger, more resilient businesses. That's what a client wants. They yeah. want their business to be stronger and more resilient. That's the end game. Yeah. Uh, and it's not as scary as saying turnaround. Uh, but so in a sense, we started doing that. It, it fundamentally changed a number of the conversations we were having. And, uh, you know, it, it, it works. And that's why we're, we're trying to get that message out there. You know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You need to work out what that emotional hook is. Yeah. Ask your clients that have already bought the product. Ask your friends and family. They'll tell you the most accurately what is that intangible um, that, that your your service provides. And yeah. then it's a simple matter of them rolling backwards through your collateral and and, and uh, tweaking it and testing it. And again, you know, go back to those friends and families and say, what if I said this? You know, how does this elevator pitch sound? Is this is this does this resonate more? Mm. And uh, it'll tweak and test it, tweak and test it, but it'll be a lot more powerful. I can guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, a, a stronger, more resilient business. I mean, that sounds like your your miracle workers, uh, which of course <laughs> you are. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you again very soon, Michael. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Phil. Yeah, what does it do for me? It's a question we ask about other companies, isn't it? But we often forget to answer it about our own companies. And that's it for this edition of the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby, and I'll be back again with Michael Fingland very soon. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 